Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number one. What do you got for it? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got, bro? 82? Am I on the air? Somebody help me? Hello? What's the deal? Here, I'm here. What's the temperature? 82. 82. You all right? You know, I'm, I'm known to be partial to humidity. Yes. But today's gorgeous. This, this is a perfect day. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> Not hot and humid. I don't want hot and humid. I'm really. Oh. Okay, get ready, Reaver. <laughs> you know, there are uh, GLers who take me to task if I uh, question the president. Yep. And, but I'm reeling today. I, I watched the... I think with good reason. I think so. I, I watched the press conference, and Trump winked at Putin at one point. That's not fake. I saw it happen. But the president of the United States, our guy, yep. sided with a murdering KGB thug over his own country's intelligence gathering services. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Uh, it's a low point. I, I'm reeling. As one who voted for it. Was, it it was guy. Putin's show. It was Putin's show. Disappointed. He spoke first, and it's all BS. This will inevitably lead to speculation. I think from the left and the right that Putin has something on this guy. So let's go down that road for a moment. Okay. You're going to hear it from Nancy Pelosi, and you're going you're to hear it from all yeah, the usual. I'll dismiss those. Yeah, you're going to hear it from all the usual suspects. And, and the reason I think maybe that isn't the case is Trump has demonstrated that he has no shame about anything. Mm-hmm. So what would you have to have on him that would make him nervous? Is it Follow me? Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine what that would be. Because uh, however horrific it might be, he'd deny it anyway. It wouldn't be somebody spanking him on the behind with a no, Time magazine. I, I'm prepared to believe uh, that there is nothing, that, that that Moscow had nothing on Trump in a hotel room with a hooker. For the reason of being that he's neurotically fearful of germs. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, what, so let's say, let's say... Let's say uh, Russia has something on the president of the United States. I can't imagine what it would be because I can't dream up something that Trump wouldn't bluster his way through and deny it anyway. So I'm not sure that Russia has anything on this guy. I just think I don't, that's why I'm reeling. Mm-hmm. You know why I'm reeling? I don't know what to think. I, I I'm I'm. Caught. I don't know what to think. Uh, I want my my president, regardless of what party he is and who he is, I want him to uh, stand tall against Russia. 
always show that you know what not not don't wink that you don't have to smile and pat him on the back you can shake his hand after but you have to say he kills people stops here. donald he kills people that disagree with him he kills people maybe you find that admirable i'm 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 uh i'm reeling hmm. absolutely reeling I, I don't know what to think i can tell you what other people are thinking John Brennan, the former CIA director. Yeah, I saw that. He didn't he, punch any, pull any punches. He said that Trump's behavior uh, in Helsinki was nothing short of treasonous. See, maybe, maybe what I'm being asked to understand by Trump is that there's a paradigm shift taking place in the world and that we've all been silly. I think uh, Trump used the word foolishness. Uh, America's been foolish about Russia. Foolish. And maybe he thinks that there's a paradigm shift taking place. And what somebody my age has to overcome is a lifetime of understanding that Russia is not to be trusted. I don't trust them. I don't trust Putin. And I don't understand this cozy display I saw today. I don't get it. Six four six eight two five five eight seven seven six one five fifteen hundred. So we have uh, among the citizens of Gumption County many people who get furious at me when I challenge Trump. Mm-hmm. I, then help me. What the hell am I missing here? This is a lot different from uh, Reagan and Gorby's. Uh, you know, friendship. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. Okay, he was he was his buddy, but he still said. Hey, this is what you got to do. The buck stops here. And I've put on Author's Corner four books to help people understand the mindset of the Russian bureaucracy, which is the opposite of ours. So what am I being asked to believe? Well, then they say, then they say the Cold War is over. Well, the you don't know when a Cold War is over. That's why it's called a Cold War. What evidence do I have to believe it's over? I'm reeling. I'm reeling I, in the ears, as Steely Dan once sang. I'm reeling in the ears. Yeah, I, I, you I can't am of the generation. That. I am of the generation who was taken outside on a fall night. I believe it was autumn in 1957, and have the have it pointed out to me some blinking star up there. And we were told they, they meaning the, the evil bear, they launched Sputnik. <laughs> you know, they were a couple of tin cans and is uh, Reavers hearing from the, uh, I, I want to hear from Trump loyalists. We have them in the audience. And what am I missing? I've never seen anything like this in my life. Have you? And I'm, well, you're not as old as I'm you. not as old, but I have been paying attention. Uh, and uh, I remember the, the Russian USA rivalry, and you know, it was always in sports, and the Soviets, and the, the uh, Politburo. But uh, Putin just seems to be yeah, out of control. Putin's a liar. He, he seems is to be a out professional of control. liar. And that's I don't believe his... him if he told me the time of day. He just cuts a murdering swath through his country. 
He's a Russian thug. He and that's, what, that's all he knows. Who's on line one, Reeves? Neil, Neil go ahead, please. Yeah. Uh, okay, now, I haven't had a whole lot of time to just sit and analyze and think what Trump is up to. But when Gorbachev came to St. Paul, it might as well have been the second coming of the Lord himself, the way people acted. Mm-hmm. And not not just the Dems, but everybody. I mean, this guy was the savior of the world. He was the greatest person since sliced bread. Now, isn't it just part of this is that the whole left is, was had this whole case against Trump saying he colluded and he stole the election. Now, haven't there, there's been nothing proven that they had any meddling in this. We just indicted 12 Russian military yeah, officers. They, yeah, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, they indicted them on what? There's no evidence of anything. Indictment doesn't mean they're guilty. All right. All right, okay. let me, all right, Neil, let me get some other people in before the break. What's the line two? Tom, go ahead. Joe, I just wanted to suggest that there are probably some things that are so horrific that uh, Trump does know that if they have something like this, and I don't want to get into the speculation that has been in the media that you wouldn't be reading, but there has been some stuff for months that is really ugly, and I think even Trump knows that if it got out, it would uh, be very hurtful to him. What, so what, what is it in this world that I would not be reading? Uh, well, you'd call it probably some deep left media, but the subject has to do, well, I, you would accuse me of, of, of inflaming, but it, there are some things in this world that are bad enough that if uh, it gets out, I don't think anybody can get out from under it, and that has been the speculation. And it has to do with younger people. Why don't you uh, email me a link to what you believe you find credible and let me judge for myself? I'll do that. Uh, where should I send it? GLJoe at 1500ESPN.com. I'll do that. All right. Uh, how do I drop that? I forgot. Uh, okay. Just drop. You got it. got to hit a button, don't so, you? So what? Uh, I, I, you know what? It's a dangerous thing to take the show down the road of the yeah. conspiracy theory. I, I This is what I pointed out. I pointed out that it will become in, an ined, in, inevitable part of the American conversation now, most principally driven by the likes of the, the Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer crowd. But also, it wouldn't surprise me maybe if George Will, Will wrote something thoughtful. And the speculation would be, we're only left to conclude that... Uh, uh, Moscow and Putin's agents have something on Trump. And I am merely suggesting I can't possibly imagine what that would be because Trump has no shame. And and this, Tom, was alluding to uh, something that would be, would, would be dreadful, and that's, that's unreasonable uh, for me to go there. I, I'll read what he links me to, but and what would the that- deep left is committed to the destruction of Trump. So, right. That it'll be tough for people to sort out these things. But what would cause Russia and Putin to cash in the chips? I have no idea. I wonder at what level of... That's that's the confusing question. What's in it for us to be friends with a lying, murdering thug? What's in it for us? I'd like to be friends with Russia. I wish we had a new guy. Yeah, I maybe. wish he wasn't You're there. not going to get a guy because he runs the show. Right, I know. It's...
Chris Pine, Joe Suchere. I see what you did there. Gotcha. gotcha. I'm reeling. I'm reeling. I'm you really reeling. are. You really are. Uh, Emailer Brant writes, love or hate Trump, it really doesn't matter. As the saying goes, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. I give Trump a little leeway here as he seems to toy with people like our media. Yeah, okay. But this wasn't a time for toying with people. This should have been a moment uh, at the peak of adulthood. Strength. Uh, There was only one alpha male in the room, and that was Putin who sprayed his wolf urine all around the place. If you're on Twitter, uh, you should go to the tweet of God. Um, <laughs> qu- quite a crazy line that they had, but uh, I don't know who writes that, but it had me chuckling. This should have been the time when Trump looks at him, jabs his <laughs> finger at him, and says, stop killing journalists, stop stealing countries, don't you dare meddle in our affairs, it won't end well for you if you do. Right. Give him a threat, let's go. But again, again. It seems so far-fetched that that what we're witnessing is a change in the paradigm, is a change in the idea that uh, Russia should be our noble and trusted friend. Well, they never have been. They never will be. Read what I'm recommending. You'll know they can't. It's not in their genetic makeup. It's not in their genetic code to be other than what they are. Hmm. I don't care what Anderson Cooper says. He didn't like it, but he's just Anderson Cooper. (laughs) But it's pretty powerful when the former CIA director, John Brennan, said that Trump's behavior was nothing short of treasonous, right? Uh, Yeah, I I mean, treason's a pretty strong word. um, Putin says says he'll look into the indictment of 12 Russian agents. He's going to look into it. I can look into it. He'll he'll get back to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, right. You you can get back to us. You can you can do it. Uh, How about that twins homestand, huh? They're climbing back to five hundred second place and uh woof. They're still six games below five hundred. You're telling me they're they're moving. In other words we got some trouble here. <laughs> in other words, <laughs> Well, then what I need explained to me is how it is going to be beneficial to the to the citizens of the United States to consider Russia an ally. An ally in what? <laughs> right. If they're going to invade other countries at, the, at their uh, president's whim, how can they be trusted? And what are, what are they doing for us? What happened to those callers, Reavers? Are they... <clears throat> if you... Call this radio station. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you listening. Mm-hmm. And you utter a profanity, you will be hung up on. Am I being profaned against? Huh? You, I can take it. Six. One or two. I'm not putting a guy through that's going to swear, Joe. No, no. But are they. Uh, I angry? like my job. I, are they angry at me, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Okay. But if you are a GR. Then why don't you civilly explain to me what I'm missing? Right, right. If, it, uh, if you feel that passionate. Uh, listeners, and I'm not you, in the disagree. crowd that is. I'm not in the camp that is attempting to destroy Trump. That's not the camp I'm in. I'm also not in the camp that thinks he can do no wrong. I'm my own guy. I think what I want to think, and I hold him at an arm's length because I can't figure it out. So if you think you got it figured out, 
and you're so angry at me, why don't you become an adult and call here and tell me what I'm missing? Because I'll be more than happy to listen to you. I'm a good listener. I might be a bad waiter. Bad waiter, good listener. I don't wait well, right. but I'm a good listener. And so you're not one that shouts down or cuts off if you disagree. You go right to the uh, the head of the class. But you can't deny that this would have been a good opportunity for our president to say, uh, I'm holding the cards here. Pete? Joe, Pete the mailman, uh, I saw some crazy guy in St. Clair today uh, yelling at me. I, yeah. I don't know if that was you or not. I think it was. <laughs> um, no, Number one, John Brennan hates Trump. And uh, the other thing is that uh, they were only supposed to meet for an hour, and they met for, I think, over four hours. I didn't hear everything that the whole press conference. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what was said behind closed doors. All right. You know, and Trump's not conventional. Well, you got that right, Pete. So that's, uh, you know, who knows? I just uh, give the guy the benefit of the doubt. He's an odd duck, there's no doubt. All right, thank you. Thanks, bye. Well, you got that right, Pete. Why can't that hang up when I hang up, Matt? Uh, We got it. Got her now. got Got her, bro. Because we hate Trump! Damn it! You are at all! <laughs> Matt? Matt? Hey, Joe. Pretty much the same, uh, along the same lines as Pete there. Uh, we don't know what happened behind closed doors. They were in there for a long time. And, you know, the conferences he had with Theresa May and even the EU, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, but it came out cordial. So I just think that he's just playing it differently. All right. Who's that caller I just took? That was Tom. Tom. Tom, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm a Trump supporter. I listened to the whole thing this morning. Uh, I like Trump because he's a businessman. He considers these people competition. What I think was going on is he is more concerned about his reputation than he is about the status of America, which is just atrocious in my opinion. You can't believe anything Brennan says. He was a member of the Communist Communist Party. John I Brennan think, well, was? John Brennan yeah, was? I, I don't know that. I, I, well, did, okay. I didn't know that. You'll have, to, you'll have to have somebody tell you that. But anyhow, he right. was. Uh, but uh, irrespective uh, of that, I think what Trump is doing is feathering what we used to call feathering his own nest. Uh, uh, because he's he 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 looked at Russia as a market when he was a businessman. I think he still thinks of it that way, and he doesn't understand what he stuck his foot into. Because people like me, who are veterans and Marines and whatever else, will not tolerate somebody siding with the Russians. And you are entirely correct in the way you're at it on this. All right, thank you. Uh, well, let's bring in John Height. He's the newsman, and I'm sure he has uh, thoughts about this. John, as is our custom. Yes. Craig, go ahead, please. Thanks, Joe. Um, you are asking for comments about your uh, statement of saying you're reeling from Trump this morning, and my response to you would be is 
we got to let just let it ride out and let it play out. He met the guy for the first time today. Uh, Russia is an important country in terms of the United States and their future business relationships and all the other relationships. And we simply got to let this thing play out and let Trump do his thing. Uh, people like to say Trump isn't smart or he's an idiot and his social behavior is bad, but he's a business guy and he didn't get successful being a dummy. So we have to give him time, let him do his thing. And if you think about it, Obama tried, he failed. Bush tried, he failed. Clinton tried, he failed. Failed at give what? Failed at what? What is it? What is the end game here? What are we trying to achieve? I would think that the goal here would be some level of peace between the countries, some level of cooperation from either a military level or uh, changing behaviors with relationships of other countries. You know, it's, it's many of the things that get discussed in the paper, and the previous presidents have tried, and they don't get done. But if you don't give them a chance to try, well, then what have we achieved? We haven't achieved anything then. All right. So... I'm right. the approaches. They just met today. All right. Give it time. All right. John Hyde in the news. <laughs> Boy, that rook's on the ball today, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Joe. Nice. It's sunny and 82 degrees. Twins are heading into the All-Star break now at 44 and 50. Seven and a half out in the American League Central. All-Star game tomorrow in Washington, D.C. The Twins representative is pitcher Jose Barrios. Uh, yesterday, if you were watching the game, you may have raised an eyebrow and Fernando Rodney came in to pitch in the fifth inning. Uh, a lot of speculation on that. Well, it turns out uh, all it was was he had to catch an airplane because he had an immigration hearing. And today... Did he get deported? No. Rodney, oh. Rodney posting today on his Instagram account, account that he is now an American citizen. Well, congratulations, so congratulations Fernando. Fernando. Absolutely. Maybe you'll wear your hat straight now. <laughs> uh, by the way, speaking of yesterday's ball game, the Twins had a bit yeah. of a dust-up with yeah. the Rays during the course of the game, Joe. Mm-hmm. So former Twins pitcher Glenn Perkins tweeted out, I uh, never got to run out of the bullpen during a brawl. That and the lack of a bullpen card is my only career regrets. <laughs> Brian Dunsing retweeted and said, yeah, but you did start one, so there's that. <laughs> Remember when he drilled Donaldson yep. from the yep. A's and they started a brawl? That was a pretty funny tweet. Yeah. News notes from today. Well, as you've been talking about, Joe, I'm going to go grab another hot dog. <laughs> shock followed by blistering statements. Follow President Trump's meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin and the dual press conference that followed. In that press conference, President Trump casting doubt on the conclusion of U.S. intelligence agencies that Russia interfered in the election, saying after his summit with Putin that the autocrat gave him a, quote, very powerful denial. Putin also told reporters that, yes, I did want Trump to win the presidency. That's the first time he said that. After Putin said his government played no role in trying to sabotage the election, the president offered no pushback, went on to condemn the Justice Department's investigation of Russian interference as a disaster for our country. Among the comments following the press conference, Ari Fleischer, Republican prominent Trump defender who served as George W. Bush's press secretary, said that while he still does not believe the president colluded with Russia, he understands now why some people may think he's being blackmailed. As you pointed out, Joe, former CIA director John Brennan calling his performance nothing short of treasonous, said it rises easily to the threshold for high crimes and misdemeanors. House Speaker Paul Ryan saying in a statement, there's no question. Russia interfered in the U.S. election, citing the findings of U.S. intelligence community and separate congressional committee investigations. Trump ally Senator Lindsey Graham 
called the meeting a missed opportunity to firmly hold Russia accountable for 2016 meddling and deliver a strong warning regarding future elections. And Republican John McCain releasing a lengthy statement that started with the line, today's press conference in Helsinki was the most disgraceful, uh, one of the most disgraceful performances by an American president in memory. Are you reeling, John? I am reeling. I, reeling. Uh, I was a bit stunned when I uh, mm-hmm. was watching the news conference, yes. Two people have reported being drugged at one of Lake Minnetonka's most popular restaurants over the last month, according to the Orono Police Department. A 37-year-old woman said her drink may have been drugged at Lord Fletcher's on July 7th. woman said she blacked out, did not remember part of the evening. She took an over-the-counter drug test and tested positive for benzodiazepines. It's a depressant that produces sedation, induces sleep, relieves anxiety and muscle spasms, and prevents seizure. Police said there are no suspects at this time. Investigation is active. After the 37-year-old woman's report, an anonymous caller reported a similar incident, which occurred two weeks before the first alleged drugging. Police said they're not sure the two incidents are connected. Police said they're looking for suspects after shots were reportedly fired last night at Minnehaha Park in Minneapolis. The incident happened about 8 o'clock in a parking lot at Wabin Picnic area. That lot is nearby a splash pad filled with children as well as a pavilion where dozens of families were gathered. Authorities said they have not received any reports of victims as a result of the incident. One witness told our TV affiliate, Five Eyewitness News, that he came face-to-face with one of the gunmen and said he had to make a decision. said, I didn't know what to do, drop to the floor, keep running, so I just kept running. Authorities said two groups of people were firing at each other. Police are currently interviewing witnesses and analyzing evidence collected from the scene there. U.S. regulators have approved the first treatment for smallpox, deadly disease that was wiped out four decades ago, just in case the virus is used in a terror attack. Smallpox, which is highly contagious, was eradicated worldwide by 1980 after a huge vaccination campaign. Before that, the World Health Organization estimated the variola virus, which causes smallpox, killed about 30% of the people it infected. People born since the 1980s have not been vaccinated and small samples of the smallpox virus were saved for research purposes, leaving the possibility could be used as a biological weapon. Maker Siga Technologies of New York has already delivered 2 million treatments that will be stockpiled by the government, which partially paid for the development of the drug, which is called T-pox. Did you guys hear about this jaguar over the weekend that escaped? I did, John. Well, there's now another death to add to it, another animal. Nine animals died after a jaguar escaped from its habitat at the Audubon Zoo in New Orleans. The uh, the zoo announcing that an injured fox died this morning. An alpaca, a fox, died Sunday, the day after the male jaguar killed four alpacas, one emu, uh, emu, and one fox Saturday morning. The jaguar was captured, returned to its nighthouse after being sedated. No people were hurt. The zoo had acquired the alpacas in March from farms in Alabama and Mississippi. The alpaca that died overnight Sunday was the zoo's last living alpaca. It's not immediately clear. And how also the slowest. It seems to be the jaguar was uh, behaving exactly as jaguars behave. Right? Exactly. Well, but yeah. the problem was the jaguar added insult to injury when he made a fox hat. Yeah, uh, folks at the zoo. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we got it. We got, got it. Yeah. So we got the fox. Uh, as as Joe pointed out, that's also what the zoo <laughs> said. The uh, and it was not an, uh, a food thing. He was not eating the animals. He was basically killing them as a dominance thing. That's what he does. So that's, that's what, what they do. That's what they do. That's, that's, that's how they do that. That's correct. I'm, I'm not worried about that. We got coyote problems in St. Right. Paul. It's a matter of time. I'm not being facetious here. Some little kid's going to get hurt. 
They're all over the place. Well, I, my kids saw one up in Andover the other day, too. I mean, they're everywhere. You're you can right. get them. They're everywhere. You right in the middle of the city. You can get Matt them. Matt Groveland, Highland yeah. Park. Big, mangy, <laughs> creepy-looking thing. Get out of here, you. Dave Dahl coming up. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're at 82 degrees. Very comfortable afternoon out there. Dew points in the mid-50s. We're going to see that comfortable air stick around for a couple of days at least, uh, into most of Wednesday as well. But the dew points will start to climb by midweek. Showers and storms are possible by Wednesday late night into early Thursday. And actually, it's going to continue on and off through much of Thursday into early Friday. And that'll hold our highs down to the 70s by the time we get to these showers and storms developing Thursday and Friday. Uh, until that time, though, it's going to be relatively mild. 82 for the current temp, heading for a high today, Joe, of about 84. All right, thank you. Here's today's environmental statistic. I was reading in the business section of the Minneapolis paper yesterday a Neil St. Anthony story about an, uh, the towboat Itasca getting some considerable upgrades. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 45-year-old towboat Itasca has its had its engines and generators replaced earlier this year, and the Twin Cities became greener, more efficient, and healthier as a result. Thanks to the latest chapter from an unsung consortium of business, nonprofit, and government players. The 65-foot Itasca plies the Mississippi River from Upper Iowa to St. Paul. It was relaunched in St. Paul last week following a $400,000 overhaul. That included replacement of its two 617-horsepower main engines with new ones from Bloomington-based Ziegler Cat in a move that is going to save the Itasca's owner 1,000-plus gallons of fuel annually and cut pollution by the equivalent of 16,000-plus cars on the road. B as in B, S as in S. I think the sentence is missing a word. Mm-hmm. I, I can only conclude that what that sentence, what, what he, the reporter meant to say was, and cut pollution by the equivalent of 16,000-plus fewer cars on the road, which, okay. of course, is utter nonsense. Uh, a, you offer, no, no supporting evidence of this was offered. No fact was offered that because you change the engines in one tugboat on the Mississippi towboat tugboat, that re, that will result in the in the elimination of the pollution caused by sixteen thousand plus cars on the road. Where do you come up with that? Why don't they just say it's going to be more efficient and not try to? And what kind of cars? What if you took off? What if you took sixteen thousand electric cars off the road? You haven't accomplished anything, right? So what kind of cars? What well, it, it's it's gibberish. And Neil St. Anthony's a veteran reporter. He should have known better. If you're going to provide that kind of ridiculous statistic, which is meaningless. Tell me how it was arrived at. Right. Right? Right. I got a lot of stuff. I got I got a lot of stuff I gotta get to. Okay. I got a lot of stuff. Got a lot on my mind. Got a lot on my mind. Right, what's going on? It's going about to go down. All right, it's official now. The federal government has officially recognized the name change of a Minneapolis lake. Well, Minneapolis recognized Six months ago, the U.S. Board on Geographic Names now lists it as the lake's official name. So that's it. Uh, it was formerly known. Remember this? It was a long time ago. Well, it was formerly known as Lake Calhoun. Oh, the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bad guy. The DNR approved the change at the beginning of the year. The Park and Rec Board in Minneapolis uh, later held a name restoration celebration. 
And uh, now it's official mm-hmm. uh, that Bidet Makaska, <laughs> which is Dakota for White Banks Lake or White Earth Lake, is now the officially uh, a federally recognized name of the lake. Well, that's something we should give her a little. And, and do you recall the ridiculous, uh, silly grief you gave me because I enjoy reading uh, Haggerty Car Insurance uh, magazine six times a year? Yeah, I didn't think I gave you enough, but. Well, you're offending our listeners. Is that right? Well, who listen. else is the second uh, subscriber? Eric uh, uh, Bergman writes, just listened to the July 12th part one podcast and heard you mention the Haggerty Collector Car Magazine. I'm glad you like it and thanks for supporting what we do. If you ever need a collector car correspondent for GL, I'll be I'll be happy to be your guy. I currently work for Haggerty as the marketing rep in Colorado. I'm originally from the great state of Minnesota, but have lived in Colorado for 15 years. Thank you for the show. I've been a loyal listener since 1996. Good luck. Sincerely, Eric Bergman. That's nice. See, you never know, do you? You, you? you really never know, and we appreciate him listening to the podcast, and uh, uh, that's. I guess I can't mock you anymore. And Sarah writes, Hi, Joe. I just received a text message which reads as follows. Hey, Sarah, this is Wanana with Ilhan Omar's campaign. Mm. She's running to represent you in Congress. I'm reaching out to you to meet and greet with Ilhan this Wednesday, July 18, from 7 to 9 a.m. at Breaking Bread, 1210 West Broadway. You free? Question mark. And then Sarah writes, uh, is this legal? A text message? And how do these people get my cell number? Those are great, great questions. Question. I, I doubt if it's illegal for a candidate to reach out to you, but... I think the more uh, uh, interesting question is, how did the Ilhar o- Ilhan Omar campaign get the cell phone number of somebody? I wonder. I do wonder. Sure. You know, I, you can't go to the old phone book anymore. Right. There's a white pages that do not exist. Mm-hmm. I will say that the mayor of uh, South St. Paul, our own Jimmy Francis, yeah. is receiving a, a little backlash after he um, kind of not really endorsed her, but kind of talked... Uh, her up and receive some. Well, maybe, hey, he, maybe he's met her. Probably not. <laughs> Troy. Oh, hi, Joe. Hi. Uh, so there was one statistic in that story. It said a thousand gallons of fuel in a year. Yep. How so? Sixteen thousand vehicles. How does that relate to? I mean, each car is only using a sixteenth of a gallon of fuel. A no, year? no, no, no. The two, the <laughs> no, no. The two statistics were unrelated. The replacement of the engines apparently will result in the owner of the boat saving a thousand gallons of fuel a year, and the pollution reduction would be the equivalent of taking sixteen thousand cars off the road. I know, but wouldn't that relate though? So you're, they're saying that that's saving a thousand gallons. How does that? I, I think it does relate because a thousand gallons of fuel that that's saving. Okay, then you're helping to rest my case because as, I know, yeah. as, you're, as you're pointing <laughs> out, the whole thing is meaningless. It is. They yeah. just pulled that out. Yeah, it's an ass statistic. <laughs> right. All right. Thank you. I just wanted that. Thank you. Yeah. Who's that there, boys? Mel. Mel. Hey, Joe. Hi. Uh, same issue with the tugboat. Essentially, what I was going to say is, if you compare the emissions output of the old engines to the emissions output of the new engines. Mm-hmm. The difference is the 16,000 cars or whatever. And that statistic is, you know, that's an EPA pulled out of thin air. Right. It's made but, up. 
It's well, meaningless. To some degree, yes. It's made up. But, Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm all for the owner saving a thousand gallons of fuel a year. Right. But you you were right. The, the reporter could have just, just said, and this is a considerably more efficient setup. Boom. Uh, boom. Done. You know. But why? Why? Well, because you know why? It's Star Tribune is among the news gathering institutions that has uh, in their agenda the the idea that uh, man is is melting the earth, and, and so that needs to be addressed at every possible uh, occasion. Could you take us to break, please? I certainly would do that. Well, the French certainly behaved poorly following the uh, victory over Croatia in the World Cup. They really did. Uh, pretty much uh, two fans died. Rioting and looting broke out on the Champs-Élysées. Champs-Élysées. Broken glass, the whole deal. I, you know, I guess that's what's to be expected. They made the behavior of Philadelphia fans look good. Yeah, I'm when glad Philadelphia won the Super Bowl. I'm glad your team won, but you know what? You don't have to don't you don't have to be destructive. I could never pretend that I uh, t- uh, was interested in that. I- I'm sure if I lived in Croatia, I would have been terribly interested. Our family went France. over to the Croatian Hall and uh, sat with Patrick and Manny and many South St. Paul and Crows. That would have been Croatian. fun. It that would have been kind of packed. fun. Yeah. Did they have the big? They got the big uh, TCL broadcast studio type TV in there. Yeah, in the hall above, mm-hmm. and then in the the bar below. Mm-hmm. Croatian Hall's about a hundred year. Next year, it will celebrate its one hundredth anniversary. Wow! And it's a neat place to get a drink. Can you get food there? Um, I think it has to be a special deal. It's not uh, like how the was kitchen. the beer and bacon deal? Uh, outstanding you gotta go next year you have some recommendations highly i highly recommend i found some really good uh, ciders that are just fabulous i I was more interested in hearing if you found any good bacon dishes uh yes i did holman's table had a pull apart uh pork sandwich that was fabulous and there's something called o cheese it's a it's a a truck food truck havarti here we go brussels sprouts and bacon 1500 espn is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 82 lovely degrees. Yeah. The humidity seems to have left our area. I don't know where it went. Where did it go? It's gone. 